Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Friedman and uh, I'm back on live to talk about something that so many people are struggling with and so many people feel also completely powerless with, which are those intrusive thoughts. You know, the thoughts that are coming into your head and you sure don't want to have a thought like this. And there are four of those intrusive thoughts that feel extremely stressful. So the first is the, the thoughts that make you really not trust yourself, make you actually worry about yourself and doubt yourself. And those are the thoughts that are about, let's say, harming other people. You're in the kitchen and you see a knife and then all of a sudden the thought comes up, what if? What if I take the knife and hurt someone I really care about? Or you are going, you know, to a window and you ask yourself, what if I would jump? Or what if I would push someone out of the window? Thoughts that make absolute no sense, but they make you really startled because you wonder, where does the thought come from? Oh my God, why am I thinking something like this? Or some people think like, what if I am in love with my sibling? Or what if I'm not really... Uh, good at my job and uh, maybe just uh, sitting here and pretending. Thoughts like this can really make you feel worried and, and doubt yourself. And then there are these deeper worry thoughts which are about your health. For example, what if I'm you know, having cancer here, there's a little spot on my skin, or what if my heart is kind of hurting, what if I'm going to have a heart attack? And again, these thoughts are just coming relentlessly at you uh, and uh, you feel powerless with them. And, and the more you try to resist those thoughts, the stronger they get. And the third one are those replay thoughts. These are the thoughts you see something that really bothers you or something that you really found like, oh my God, that's horrible, that's shocking, an accident or maybe some disturbing movie and you cannot let go of it. It just goes over and over in your head and it never stops. So those thoughts are also very intrusive because you definitely don't want to choose them. They are just coming up. And the last ones are those obsessive thoughts that are about something or someone that you actually want to forget about and you still cannot help it because it always comes back. Maybe someone dumped you and you feel really hurt and you always have to think about this person and you always think about how could you have prevented it from happening why is this uh, you know why did this happen or maybe there are these thoughts that you know come up about um, you know a fight that you had with someone and then you're constantly just uh, thinking about how much it hurt you again these are thoughts that are just obsessively, intrusively entering your mind and you feel more and more stressed and powerless because of them. Now, I had often a thought uh, when I was younger about uh, killing myself and uh, it was just something that I also felt like, you know, came up and all of a sudden I was really startled and, and uh, scared of this thought. And what I noticed is that the more I gave this thought attention, the more it was sticking in my head. And it was something that was a vicious spiral. And you may actually feel this too, that 
there is a thought that's intrusive it really makes you wonder if you could do something or if whatever you're thinking will actually happen or it makes you wonder if you're going mad or crazy or if something is wrong with you and by wondering you are creating anxiety you're creating stress inside of you and this is when the thought becomes sticky because in that moment you're giving the thought kind of energy and the thought all of a sudden you know becomes more and more uh, alive and takes more and more real estate in your head so what do you do because this is when you had those thoughts you know several times you're kind of expecting them to come back you're kind of waiting for them to appear and so you go already into the anticipatory anxiety and boom the thought comes up and then you are getting again this anxiety even more you're going the spiral so how do you get out of it what do you do and to get out of the fear and the anxiety of the intrusive thinking you have to really understand a few things about those thoughts and and that's what I want to talk about because the reason why those thoughts seem to be so awful is not because they exist because the truth is most of us 90% of people have weird thoughts and I think this number is going way up because we are just also seeing more weird things yesterday I watched I don't know if you have watched Luther on Netflix Jesus it was so weird just to see and they always have kind of weird villains and that was certainly a very weird one and a very disturbing one but there are so many disturbing ideas and images that enter into your mind and they stick they stick with the subconscious and then they are bubbling up just like we have sometimes these bubbling up nightmares at night that is kind of a dumping and releasing so the more we have these inputs from the outside the more of those little burps of weirdness that we are absorbing will happen so it is absolutely possible that we will get more and more of those thoughts the question is are we giving those thoughts any power by getting scared of them by calling ourselves oh my god we are you know somehow again ill going mad there is something wrong with me or are we able to just calmly observe and remind ourselves of four very important facts about those thoughts the first one is as I just said it's normal it can be absolutely some kind of a of a mental dump that just you know your mind especially this deeper part of the mind does when I watched for the first time the exorcist I tell you how many every Wednesday times for a few years I had at least two or three thoughts about a head spinning and some you know green uh, gulp coming out of the mouth of this little girl coming to my mind thank God I was able to quickly let it go because I knew it was just a regurgitation of whatever I saw so it's normal it's not necessarily something that you have to hold on to in some ways these thoughts are a little bit like you know flipping through the channel and seeing all these random images and so don't be scared of it the second thing is 
those thoughts are not in your control. It's a subconscious. So that when they're coming up, doesn't mean that you conjure them up. It just means like, okay, they're coming up, so I don't control it. And I also don't want to give it more life or I don't want to give it my control. But as much as you cannot control those thoughts from coming up, you can only control how you respond to them. These thoughts don't control you. So whatever you are seeing there in your mental imagery is not something that is predicting the future or can control your actions or any of those things. Those things are simply coming up, you look at them, and then you move on. You don't have to let those thoughts be a predictor of your mental state or a predictor of your future action or anything like that, or maybe what's going to happen in your life. So those thoughts are literally, in most cases, just thoughts. And those thoughts are not literal. And that's the thing that I want to come to in a moment. Those thoughts are not necessarily be, you know, seen as, okay, this is exactly what could happen or what I will do. They are often much more like, you know, metaphorical. And again, I come back to dreams because those thoughts come from that deeper part of the mind, the subconscious. And so because they are more anchored down there, they are speaking more in the language that is metaphorical, creative, just like when, you know, when you're dreaming you can fly or you're dreaming that you're chased. doesn't mean that someone is chasing you. It's just, again, a metaphor for how whatever you're feeling or how you are right now seeing the world, the subconscious processes. So how do you let go? Well, you remind yourself of all those things I just said. It's normal. It's not something you can control. It's not something that has control of you. It doesn't predict anything about the future or doesn't say anything about your sanity. And it is also not to be taken literal. So you remind yourself of that and then you can not fight it. So don't go into the just a thought, just a thought, keep it going, go away. But more like, you know, something where you ultimately go into releasing the thought and letting it go through. A client of mine told me that, and that's a really good method, just to say passing through, another thought passing through. But then they found in a great research project that after you let the thought through, rather than going into, you know, maybe, oh, what if it's still there? Or what if I'm, you know, actually really doing what the thought is telling me? You are shifting your mind into something positive. Because what the thought often you know, created was anxiety, stress, doubt, worry. And so that's almost like you have a neural pathway that says, you know, intrusive thought means there is something that's going to freak me out in a moment. And instead, you're going to create a new neural pathway by having an intrusive thought. And then you go into, you know, I don't know, just doing humming happy birthday or you know, dancing a little bit on place or listening to some nice music or, you know, patting your dog or cat, something that makes you feel good and something that demonstrates to your subconscious, all fine, nothing to worry about, I'm okay. And that is really something that uh, works very, very well. Now, if a thought continues to come up 
in different you know themes or patterns but you notice there is something that just seems to really recur to me it's not just like flipping through the mental channel there's just something that always comes back let's say you always have the thought about doing harm to someone you want to ask yourself what is the feeling either while i have the thought i'm not talking about the anxiety about the thought but something before or what is the feeling like you know leading on to having the thought i had a client who told me about exactly this pattern of doing harm and and she realized that whenever she felt somehow trapped in a situation where she didn't feel like she had enough space or she wasn't able to you know take a time out and just be on her own because there was this feeling of expectation i cannot let people down so i have to stick around even though my introvert needs really a little attention here that thought popped up so it was a thought of powerlessness it wasn't a thought of getting rid of these people it was a thought of i need to somehow assert myself i need to somehow have boundaries and that thought alerted her to that and when she was able then to set boundaries and say you know what i just need a little space those thoughts didn't appear again because whatever was the big alarm bell made actually her you know now take action and change something another uh, client of mine told me about a thought that was about suicide and the thought always came up and and upon you know every time he heard about suicide he you know felt like oh my god what if i could do this what if i would be the one could i really do this and drove him nuts and and looking back he realized that what actually happened was when he was young um, a kid that he knew from school had committed suicide and and for years and years and years he was thinking could i have prevented this could i have seen the signs and if he could do this could i do this too so there was all this confusion about this and and he had to go back and really work on that confusion to finally separate himself from what happened with someone else and to himself because he realized so this is like a bleed over from the past and has nothing to do with what's really going on with me and when i go back to myself when i had these thoughts about suicide i know that it had a lot to do with me feeling overwhelmed so there was a thought about i just want to have peace i want to have an exit i want to be done with this all the stress and had nothing to do with me actually wanting to end my life but it was just this feeling of you know somehow finding again some place where i didn't feel so stressed and overwhelmed and and that sense of powerlessness i had to work on so whatever those thoughts are telling you they may be telling you something about that you need to build confidence and trust in yourself that you need to find ways to have better boundaries and speak up on your behalf it may be that you're realizing that you are really out of balance or i had for a while a thought when i was in residency that uh, i wanted to crawl like a little mouse into a hole because i literally wanted to disappear and i was looking on walls for little cracks where i could hide in and again this was an obsessive intrusive thought and it just made me feel or it made me realize how much i felt under pressure during this time and i hadn't really learned how to deal with pressure well until i did learn it so the 
shrinking into a little size of a mouse when you're six foot four isn't really possible but uh, it was certainly something that a part of my mind would have loved to do so get after you you know get more information on what the thought actually is trying to tell you and what's really the metaphor behind it you know, look for ways to address it. Maybe you need to work with someone that helps you to resolve the confusion of the past, or maybe you want to learn ways to really self-regulate and de-stress, or maybe it is simply something where you would have to say, you know, I need to uh, build my confidence again. I need to become more self-reliant, because if I don't, I certainly will feel much more, uh, you know, again, these thoughts trying to take my attention. So here is a question. I love it. Thank you so much that you are asking a question. So what would you tell someone who has illness OCD? That is something that I often see with clients, this, this sense of what if I'm, I'm ill? And, and at the core of it, often it is a distrust in yourself a distrust in your body. And it is really something that creates so much anxiety because if you cannot even trust your own body, well, where can you hide out? What can you lean into? And maybe there was a time when your body was feeling like, you know, letting you down or you felt betrayed by it. Maybe there was an accident or maybe you have seen someone who got ill and then you feel like, well, this could happen to me. But what's really important is that you do work on rebuilding this trust and that you're realizing your body is not against you. Your body is actually for you. And your body has these magical ways every day to keep you healthy, whether it's uh, detecting any viruses and bacteria that need to be eliminated or seeing cells that could potentially become precancerous and also getting rid of them or helping you just to find nourishing, nourishment even in a Diet Coke and a Twinkie, your body wants to support you. And what needs to change is how you see your body and how you appreciate your body. And that makes a huge difference. And sometimes the symptoms that you may feel when you have this illness OCD can also tell you something which I find very interesting that often people come to me with heart uh, pain issues, chest pain, and they worry if they have some kind of a, you know, heart attack uh, waiting to happen. And, and those people are absolutely healthy and young, and, but they are tight and they are closed off and they often feel somewhat uh, that they have to guard themselves. So that pain is actually much more related for them to realize I need to remove that wall around my heart. I need to open up again also to myself. I need to trust again. And that de-stressing makes such a big difference because when they shift away from, oh yeah, this is something wrong with me to thank you so much for giving me this awareness through this pain, it actually is the beginning of their journey of healing. And that is exactly the same thing with these intrusive thoughts. It can be the beginning of a journey of coming back to your wholeness. So don't be afraid of those thoughts. Realize maybe I have plenty of thoughts that I can just let go of, but there are maybe some thoughts that I don't really pay attention to 
and I do need to pay attention to them because I need to see what they want to tell me and how through those thoughts I can actually gain a greater yeah, sense of myself, a greater awareness of what I need to work on to heal and ultimately to evolve. So whatever our mind is doing, I believe there is a purpose behind it, there is an opportunity behind it, even though if it may feel initially scary and overwhelming, it's up to us to do something that is actually bringing our power back and taking the opportunity to see our mind as an ally and not as our enemy.